Max was a uh, was one of those was one of those titles that uh, PS4 has, dude. There was another one. I think it was called Pathless. I was just like, what the fuck is this? I know. <laughs> you uh, know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just wasn't that interested. But um, welcome back, everybody. This is episode nine of Auto Hit Confirm. We are again. We are back. Uh, like for another show. I think uh, this one is finally back to our roots. We're doing, we're recording back on Sunday. A little bit different, you know. We've been like flippity flop these past couple of weeks, where we've been recording on Thursday, Saturday, just trying out new things. But today we are back on a Sunday morning. Well, it's about to be afternoon in a bit, and we got a couple of things to talk about. We have the state of play from PS4 side or just uh, PlayStation side. Uh, we got Marvel Avengers news around the beta that just got released, which I ended up playing Man. this some of this week and all that. You played it? Yeah, yeah. I I have oh, it. Oh shit, bro! Yeah. Because when I saw it, I was like, bro, I I had such a I had a slow moment, bro. Like, I saw it on uh, YouTube. I'm sorry to cut you off in the intro. I never do this, but like, I saw it on the uh, I was on YouTube, and you know, Rad Brad pops up in my you know recommendeds all the time, so. I was like, oh shit, did the game come out? And then I'm, you know, I'm like, oh, it's the beta. I was like, yeah, reading's fundamental, Dom. Yeah, no, I um I got the beta and luckily That's I awesome. had I had the PS4 because um I was letting a, I was letting a friend borrow my PS4 for a little while because uh I let her beat Last of Us Part Two. So she was running through that, but I ended up getting a chance this weekend to just try it out. Um but yeah, on top of that, we have um, we also have some news around circulating on the prices of the next gen games and all that. But we have we have a decent amount to talk about, and plus we got Dom's retro view. So, but I mean, you yes, know, without yes. yeah, yeah. But I mean, without further ado, I mean, honestly, I, I gotta ask Dom because we like I really have been, uh, you know, this whole week has been pretty busy, like as it always yeah, is. Yeah. Same. But Same. what have you been up to, man? Man, really, just um. This week has been like this was my last week of the summer semester, so we had like you know finals and stuff. So I was really just trying to focus on passing those finals and relaxing before the fall semester. I got eighteen credit hours coming up, so yeah, man, I'm trying to. But the only reason I'm doing this is I'm trying to graduate, bro. Like I'm I'm tired of being here. You know, I was, you know how you. I don't know if you. Like when you feel like you've just been at something for too long, and you feel like you are way past your time. That's where I'm at with college, bro. Like, I just want to be done and go into my career field already. Uh, once, once I got all my responsibilities out of the way and whatnot, uh, and, you know, even, like, inter, you know, brief intermissions in between the responsibilities, I've been smoking weed, bro. Hey, you did. <laughs> Golly. Uh, I, dude, you texted me. You're like, I'm going to a dispensary multiple times. Today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today. But, you, but you also yep. said you were going to dispensary about a week, two weeks ago or something. Like, I'm at a dispensary. And I was like, Yeah. I was like, uh, I was like, Oh, you're picking up? And because I know you smoke for like the longest. Uh, you've told me a while back ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's no shock there. But it's just like, I was like, Damn, he is smoking a decent amount, which is, which is like, I don't know. I've never, I, well, I've never personally seen you smoke. And all that, but uh, what time are you gonna go to the dispensary? Uh, probably around uh one one thirty. One but, um, okay. Yeah, but like um, I, you know, I'm only smoking because it's legal now. Yeah, yeah, of course. Because I would tell my friends all the time, they'd be like, "Man, why don't you you smoking those cigars, man? Why don't you smoke some weed?" And it's like, 
I was like, look, man, as soon as January 1st, 2020 gets here, I'll roll one with you. But until that time comes, <laughs> mm-hmm. y'all going to have to just pass it. You know, I'm passing. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I didn't want to do it until it was legal. But anyway. Have you been smoking that, more now that, you know, just like recently? Or have you been well, always smoking this whole year? The way I do it, bro, is I'll smoke a lot at one time. Mm. Okay. And then I'll stop for like three, four months. Yeah, that that sounds similar to me. I I used to do that with a majority of things. Like I would do a, a lot of it, and then I'd just be like, I'm good. And when I mean I'm like, I'm, I'm not a drug addict or anything like that. But I did like, <laughs> right, right, I, 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 I you know like when I drink, I drink like, you know, I drink to get fucked up, and then like, or I don't even get fucked up, but I take like four beers and then or three beers and i'm good and then i'm like wow mm-hmm. i hate myself the next day and i just like i'm never gonna drink for a good like four right you kind of feel yeah. that like bro what what was i thinking but see with me i i think i do that or i was doing that because you know i feel like smoking blunts is like you know smoking weed is not as bad as smoking t- tobacco and but you still like when people like buy you know whatever you use to roll your weed in Mm-hmm. You still got all those like chemicals and stuff from the tobacco in the paper. So it could be getting on your weed, you know, like people talk about carcinogens and all that stuff. And I don't know much about that, but the residue from that stuff is still in the blunt. So I'm, I, I just been trying to figure out the healthiest way to, you know, I, I'm serious, bro. Like hey, I really why, think why, about why, why don't you do edibles? That's a good question. Maybe it's because they're all gummies and some gummies have like uh porcine ge- gelatin. Which oh is yeah, pork you can't gelatin. Have that. Yep. So that's probably why. But like brownies and stuff, like maybe. But I don't know. I was just if it smells like it, it, it can't smell like weed. That's what keeps me away from edibles. If I'm gonna like consume weed in the form of food, mm-hmm. I don't want to smell the weed in the food. Yeah. Well, you know there are saying? some good. Well, there are some good edibles where you know you can't even taste the actual thing i mean they all have like some small hint cuz they're probably infused with like double the amount of thc that yes thc butter or something yeah, like that yeah yeah or something like mm-hmm. that so but i mean at the end of the day like i mean i've done edibles before and i mean they're pretty interesting but they're the ones that i had they were always kind of like a little bit um they were sweet they weren't so crazy but again i'm not a smoker i'm not only i don't even smoke that much at all so i can't mm-hmm. even be like yeah I, I do it all the time no but I mean that sounds cool though. Going to a dispensary, how much is the is it pricey though? Man, actually? they tax out the ass, man. I kind of bl- I kind of expected that. Like I was looking online, I was gonna order online and do a pickup. Now when I went to the one in Chicago, when I told you the first time, when I bought the uh, when I bought the weed, mm-hmm. the price said eighty five dollars on the menu. When I handed the guy my card, he's like, "Your total's gonna be eighty five dollars." Yeah. No tax, right? Mm-hmm. But. When I went online to, you know, Verilife, the one in North Aurora, which is the one I'm going to today, I went online and I was going to do an order so I could, you know, pick it up when I got there for, you know, a smoother transaction. Bro, the taxes were like $20, man. The weed was $68. The tax was $20. So it brought the total up to $88, bro. Yeah, I'm good, dude. Yeah, I was like, this is ridiculous. Is it? Is it? That's why I'm confused about it. It's like, is it no taxes if you come pick it up and wait? Or when you're trying to, is tax, are they mixing the tax with a convenience fee? Because that's ridiculous, bro. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's why that's why I'm just very casual. Like I don't even do it that much Man. at all. I don't Me either. Yeah. <laughs> But is that is that all you've been up to this week? That's pretty much it, man. Just yeah. final smoking mm-hmm. and video games. Nice, nice. Um, I know this week has been, like I said, it, it was pretty busy because likewise I've been working on an exam. Um, you had two classes. I I just took one course this this summer. How did you do on your finals? Uh, I have no clue until Monday, so I'm gonna get well, my. We just got our scores. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I'm getting my results back on Monday, and that sounded that yeah. But it, I feel like I did really well. I think there was a decent amount of work that I put in. I think the last three questions I, I didn't have that much time for. I was like in the 52nd like clock when I had three questions left. And I was like, uh. oh, that dude, that's like pressure, right? There. I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. But I mean, finishing up this class was like the biggest thing because, well, now I'm done with my undergrad degree. Like it's finally over. So it's like a sense of relief for real, just like being done with it. But it was so anticlimactic, honestly, because it's just like I, I told myself before the exam, I was like, OK, Nick, this is the last exam that you have to take for your undergrad and you are done. Like all the years that you've put in, like it's over. And then I finished it and I was like, nice. And then all you hear is the beep from my PS4. And I'm like, nice. Like that was such a bad like like literally I didn't do anything like nothing has changed like I just got my degree I'm like degree turn on the PS4 it's over it's like gonna play some Tetris or something I'm like wow um but true was, gamer true gamer yeah but I think now that school's over and you know I haven't had like a week where there wasn't something due I'm mm-hmm. probably just gonna relax like I've been doing for these past ev- like oh, every week a, now but that's a relief bro yeah yeah no that's more homework relief. for a while now. Right, so right. I'm pretty I'm pretty good. And um yeah. I've been I've also been playing a bunch of chess, like a ridiculous amount of chess. I've been going on a bunch of walks and then combining walks with like, oh, let's play a game or two and then I've been teaching people how to play chess and just man, dude, I I how, I, how I, long do you walk? Sorry to cut you off. Uh, forty five minutes, an hour around there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe I should start doing that. No, it's good, dude. I, I like going on my walks because, you know, I don't really exercise that much. So I like going out and getting my, you know, my steps in. So I, want, I try aiming for 10K, but I mean, regardless, 5K is fine for me because I'm just usually, you know, always You're inside. doing something, bro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, just I've also been trying to find time to play video games and just, I, which somehow I found enough time to beat Celeste, which is the game that you slid up on uh, Snapchat scene. I died like 2,000 times, dude. That game was... Oh, was that the game? Yeah, that was Celeste. <laughs> dude, but if you think about it, I'm like, I'm like, I'm over here like beating a whole different ass game. Meanwhile, I still haven't even beat Ghost of Tsushima. And I have the <sighs> PS4 here now, and I just started Tetris. I'm like, yeah, and Ghost of Tsushima is on the backlog now. That is tough. You know, it's all good, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll, like, play, it when I'll, I'll play it when I'll play it, and I feel like yeah. when I do play it, I'm going to appreciate it even more. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was the hype. Maybe I was like hyping it up because it was a brand new game, and I really like action yeah. adventure games. So I was really gassing Ghost of Tsushima, and I'm not saying now that it's a bad game, mm-hmm. but I mean, if you were letting somebody like you know finish a yeah. Last of Us Part Two, yeah, that's cool, bro. You you didn't even have your PlayStation to play it. So exactly. Yeah. Completely and understandable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It has been like a good week or maybe two weeks now that I that I didn't have the PS4, but I mean. I made time with the other games that I played, but I mean, now that, well, I'm going to give her back the console and then I'm just going to let her finish off The Last of Us. And then once she's done, I'm going to, you know, I don't know. I have a bunch of games to play, but I do want to get back to Ghost 
it's one of those things where it's just like it happened with me in Spider-Man. My friend had played Spider-Man and he beat it in front of me and I didn't want to pick it up. I was like, man, he ruined the game. Like I told him, I was like, you ruined the game. I don't want to play this game anymore. And I was really hyped up to play it to begin with. But finally, I think it took like that was like September or something when that game came out and I didn't even get to touch it until this December. And then I a hundred percented it. And I was like, this is the best game that I've played all year. Like I love that game so much. Uh, but I haven't, I've gone back to it recently and see that that's what I do. Like any game goes to Tsushima wise. I'll just go back to a different game if I get stuck or if I just don't like it. Right. I don't, I don't know. But I mean, you know, you said you've also had time to been to play games. Have you tried Fall Guys because it was free this month, or have you downloaded it? No, I haven't. Do you need to download it so we can all get into Fall match? Guys? Yeah. Wait a minute, Fall Guys. That's the one that I me and like Sam were all talking about. Yeah. We okay, that's where I heard it about it. Yeah, because I was trying to think. You know, I was like, did I hear about that from my coworkers at Domino's or the work request office? Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm so. telling you, you should definitely do it. I mean, it's like a platformer-like, but it's like, again, like you're running through this obstacle course, and it's like almost Battle Royale-like, where you have to get to the end of the stage, and you qualify to move on to the next, and then just keeps going like that. I, I, I didn't get into a match, which got me pissed, because I was like, what the hell? I think there's like hella people playing this game. How am I not able to find just at least one match? But I don't know. Um, Got what, that uh, dial-up connection. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't kidding. know. Shoot, watch out now, maybe. Um, what games have you been playing this week? I don't know if you've had time to like uh, play a lot of games or just been stuck to one game. But yeah, what um, games? I actually been kind of you know uh, bouncing around as far as with the games. So I just played uh, DBZ Tenkaichi Two mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Um, I got some new cops. So I got Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Okay. Witcher, Witcher 3 mm-hmm. and Horizon Zero Dawn. Those okay. are like the two newest games I, I just bought. And I've been playing, I'll have to say, Witcher 3 I played a little bit. Mm-hmm. But Shadow of, Shadow of the Tomb Raider and Horizon Zero Dawn have been the main games I've been playing as of late. Yeah. You've been beating a decent amount of games. This summer. Like you've collected yeah, I've been going amount. through. Yeah, bro. I have been, ever since I was telling my girlfriend, Ever since, uh, you know, I've been telling a lot of people I talk to the podcast about. Ever since we've been, you know, since we've been doing the podcast, Mm -hmm. I've been playing a lot more video games. Which is awesome. Yeah. So, you know, there's there's that. You know, it's like I have to play a wider. And I was talking to you about this earlier this week. I Mm -hmm. have to play a wider variety of video games. You know, like when I first met you, I was playing like three games all the time. Yeah. It was like MK, Jack and Daxter. You could honestly just leave it at MK11. Like, because yeah. literally all you would call me and just be like, bro, I just got off this match. And that was it. Like, there was no there was no other. There type wasn't of even game. any Jack and Daxter, right? No, seriously. Like, literally for almost a good year, it was just you telling me about Mortal Kombat 11, which is cool because that's fine. But literally, there was nothing else. Like, I'd be like, oh, dude, this new game popped out. He's like, oh, really? Like, yeah, whatever. I'm, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, more, <laughs> seriously. And then, and then, you know. I just told you more about like what's going on, and you know you got into it by yourself too, because you surprised me one day. You're like, "Yeah, bro, I just cop like Jedi Fallen Order, Days, uh, World War Z, Days bro, Gone." I forgot I beat that. Yeah, wow. I was like, I was like, "Damn, dude, you're just going off the dome." And then you also bought other games, so I was like, "Dude, that's awesome. It, it's cool yeah. that you're also just getting into more games." 
So it just makes you appreciate more than just Mortal Kombat 11, you know? Now, see, the thing, though, with that, and this is my last point on it, mm-hmm. the games I target when I'm, you know, browsing the the uh, the store, I target games that look like action-adventure because, I, you know, that's my favorite genre, yeah. uh, genre video games. So what I kind of want to do from here is, you know how I was talking about Mortal Kombat all the time, and then I kind of branched out to other games? Mm-hmm. But then I still had my focus set on action-adventure. I kind of want to like take that and expand it more to different genres of video games. Mm, okay. And play different types of, you know, video games. Yeah, no, dude. And I think that's an honest, like a real good thing to do. I, I had that same thing where, but trust me, like don't, don't be afraid or don't be like shocked when you go into something and you're like, or, like you're, you know, you're going in open, open-minded and all that. Um, but don't be confused. Don't be like shocked if, um, you don't like the genre at all because some some genres you might not like like a beat-em-up or i don't know um a sp- i don't know you haven't really played sports games um mm, yes i have i actually just don't talk about it i play a lot of uh mlb right actually yeah mlb yeah. the show yeah that's one of yeah. your favorite and i remember that um but like there there's been a couple of games that i definitely just can't get into like rpgs I can I can somewhat get into and I'm talking about like JRPGs where they're <laughs> where they're like um how do I say it um turn by turn so it's like the opponent will attack you you'll get to choose from a set of moves you'll attack mm-hmm. them and then it goes back to them and it goes back to you and it's like I I, I can't get into that and especially if it's text based story story based like uh, story wise I can't mm-hmm. get into that because I'm just like oh, I have to, like I don't mind reading. And I don't and I don't <laughs> mind reading video games or in movies because I'll I'll put on the subtitles. Ghost of Tsushima, I have the subtitles on because I wanted the Japanese version. Right, I don't mind. You tell it. me, yeah. But the problem is that like if I'm not invested or I'm not interested, especially when it's like 2D animation or not even like it's literally just a picture and then you see text down there and it's like no voice. It's like oh man, this is just. Ooh, that was one problem. You know what? We'll get to that in the retro view. Nice, nice. That was something I had for the retro view. I'm not going to say it right now. So that's that's basically all the games you've been playing? That's it. Um, I've been playing on, on my side. Uh, well, I, you know, obviously Celeste, since I finished Celeste. Um, Tetris Effect, which is really dope, honestly. Has some really dope features. I mean, we're talking about the basic Tetris idea, right? Just putting blocks down and all that. But in this this game, it just looks, the visuals are crazy. I will say that, but music, the, like the music just makes it like so much better. Every time you like move a Tetris piece, there's a beat, like maybe like a drum kicks or something, or, you know, maybe, maybe you hear like a drum hit or something like that. And then it'll move it mm-hmm. again. And then you hear like a kick and then the next one will be a snare. And it's like, all of that has something to do with like a music piece. And then it's like, once you start pulling, putting all of the Tetris pieces together and you, you know, actually hit like four lines like a whole beat comes in and it's like dude the game is awesome and it's just tetris at the end of the day like i can't i tried i, I tried to empty it to my friend i was like bro this game is insane this game is insane but it's, it's just, just like tetris, tetris yeah but it's just tetris <laughs> but it's fun because I, I love tetris i, I can't go I wrong with tetris. tetris also yeah because i mean you could get lost with it for like hours because yeah. yeah, it's bro. just like you're always just trying to put something together and i, I always subtle it'll sneak up on you bro. It, it is and i feel like there's something deep within tetris that i can look at it's like 
Maybe because when we play the game, we're trying to put all these pieces together that like just come in randomly. Maybe that's life. I don't know. I don't know. We're just trying to make it work, but I don't know. There, maybe there is some philosophical type stuff that goes on with Tetris, but maybe I'm just stretching. Maybe I'm reaching now, bro. Nah, bro. Tetris is like sex on the beach. You yeah, bro. That, true, it true. It creeps <laughs> up on you. It creeps up. It on creeps you. up on you, bro. Actually. Wow, that damn! I would uh, I would like to know if it would creep up on me because I don't go to beaches. But uh, you know what? That's besides the point. No, no, no. That's a drink, bro. That's a drink. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I wasn't talking about literal sex on the beach. That's the name of a drink. Damn, you're right. Um, there's also games that I because I ended up buying a decent amount of video games this whole week. Um, mm-hmm. so on the PS Store, there's a game called Rocket Arena. Have you heard of it? Nope. So Rocket wait, 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 Rocket Arena? Yeah. I think you mentioned that to me before. Yeah, I, I it's like five bucks currently. And yeah, you basically, that. it's kind of like a, okay, so it has Fortnite-like type of graphics, you mm-hmm. know, very kid-like, and then... I like those, though. Yeah, yeah, they're they're fine. And then it mm-hmm. also has um, the character builds from uh, Overwatch, where, like, every character is, like, specific, you know? But there's only one type of gun within, like, it, it's all rockets. Like, the entire game is doesn't use any other gun but rockets. And the whole point is, like, <laughs> there are different game modes. There's one where it's, like, knockout mode, and it's, like, it's pretty cool because it's, like, you hit you hit a person with your rocket, they go flying in the air. You hit them again, they go flying further. And then if you keep hitting them, they, they get past, like, a cert, like, the bubble of the arena or the area, and then they get knocked out. And then there's coin mode where you have to collect as many coins and there's there's a decent amount of depth to it. I only played a couple of matches with my friend because me and him both got it. But honestly, if you got it, then we can run trios because it's only a three. It's a three v three type. You said game. it's five bucks. Yeah, it's five bucks. Yeah, I might have to grab that, bro. Yeah, then we can. Me, you, Sean can all play, and it's pretty dope. Um, like honestly, yeah. Uh, damn, it's like I want to say I want to say stuff that we're gonna talk about later, but oh, too yeah. early. You know what I'm saying? No, like, I, I, I know what you're saying. Um, but I mean. <laughs> Just to kind of blow through this whole list, because there's a decent amount. Um, well, of course, Tetris Effect, Flint Hook, which came out for the Switch, a platformer, roguelike game, um, next kind of like similar to Celeste, just a little bit different. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Doom Three, Zelda Breath of the Wild, Blaze Blue, Cross Tag Battle, Valferis, and Florence for my iPhone. These are all the games you've been playing. No, these are all the games I bought this week. Damn, bro. I think that may be the longest list you've ever get like read to me. <laughs> yeah, that is that is actually ridiculous. I look at that's crazy myself. It it, <laughs> it, it was because there was a okay a bunch of those games except for the Switch games. Motherfucking Switch always be like, no, nah, it's fifty bucks. No, nah, like, but for real though, like a majority of these games were like lower than twenty. So I mean, that's why that's it's crazy. Kind of I always thought that was insane about Switch and the mm-hmm. the price of it. It's like, bro, your console weighs like five pounds i know if that but yet you're charging so much data yeah instead you (laughs) like come on man yeah dude you know i as i was going through all these games because i ended up getting well having like all these games i a majority of them were physical and then a couple of them were obviously digital but looking at the at the at the physical one i I really got excited looking at the final fantasy 7 remake one because i'm gonna go pick it up after this and I've seen the box cover, but the box cover looks so beautiful. It's like just this white, um, whole white photo with mm-hmm. cloud in the front, and then 
in the background is the area of the the main game where the the place is at. I'm really trying to remember the name. I think it's Midgard or something. Yeah, the Midgard section. I I can't remember. Um, but literally, it looks really dope. And then it got me thinking also because I wanted to bring this up today. Um, and I brought this up last week, or I think we were gonna talk about this last week, but I hadn't had time. We had to like kind of cut it out, but. What's like one of your favorite box cover arts, you know, from like Bruh. any any generation? And I have been waiting. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, bro. No, no, no. I was I just going to go say ahead. any generation. And I mean, also the listeners, uh, you could definitely send us an email telling us what's yours. But what is what is yours, Dom? I'm curious before I say mine. My guy. I <laughs> this is probably going to sound like, you know. It's gonna sound. You're rubbing uh, your hands together. Yeah, bro. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So now, okay. You know, you roll. might be like, "What? Why?" Okay. okay. Resident Evil Four. Okay. Bruh, the GameCube box art and the PlayStation Two box art are both beautiful to me, bro. Mm-hmm. They really, to me, they embody the the uh, the feeling of the game. You know kind of like the aura of the game mm-hmm. just the cover now to our listeners we're looking at pictures or i'm looking at a picture of both the gamecube and the playstation 2 box art for resident evil 4 the box art for the nintendo gamecube for resident evil 4 is has a, it's like a red backdrop you know the los illuminados church and the distance in the far background you got the ganados and uh i think his name is mr salvador with the chainsaw Mm -hmm. so damn dude why do i know all of this shit about this game i'm actually (laughs) very shocked yeah so then you dude i love resident evil 4 Mm -hmm. so you got you got leon with the pistol they start you off in the game with you know you know no jacket and you know he's just looking ready you got mr salvador in the background looking crazy with like a clan member with his bag over his head and his chainsaw in the air like it's great it's you get the horror you know that this is going to be a horror game just by looking at a survival horror game just by looking at the box art now that's the game cute i actually think the game cute um box art for re4 is better than the playstation 2 but it has the same concept, but there's just less going on in the background for the PlayStation 2 version. So the PlayStation 2 version has this blue backdrop, but it has, uh, I think his name is Mendez in the background. The, you know, the boss you fight in the cabin. Yeah. With the, with the beard. Mm-hmm. So it has him in the background, like reaching for you. You know, Leon is in the, He's in a similar he's not in nearly in the same pose actually as a GameCube. He's got his, you know, his gun pointed. You can see the laser beam coming from the uh the site. And then like you got the Ganados in the back of that one too, and you can see a couple of trees, but there's like no you know how I said there's like a church, the Los Illuminados cult church in the background, you know. That is an actual location in the game. And what makes that so cool is you actually have to fight a bunch of Ganados at the graveyard in front of the church at a certain point in the game. So 
the the GameCube cover art is much more detailed, and it gives you a, it's it foreshadows without you know telling you everything, because obviously you're not gonna know what you have to do from looking at the box art, but it does give you like a visual of what you're gonna be, you know, encountering in the first stages of the game right there on the cover. While the PlayStation Two, I think what uh, stood out to me most was probably just the color. Like, I like the color, but there's not nearly as much going on in the background. So Resident Evil 4, to me, has one of the best box arts I've ever seen. That's my take. Oh, okay. I I mean, I like both of them. Are you looking at them also? Yeah, I I am. They're, they're both really cool. I... Generally, I like the GameCube one more. Actually, oh man, it's kind of hard to decide because I like no, the blue. Yeah. I like the blue aesthetic because it's light. Right. It's a little light, but I like the red because it's also just very like in your face. Um, that red is dope, bro. It is. It really is. And I think overall, I can probably go with the GameCube one though. Um, yeah. Just most because it looks a little bit better. I don't know, I don't know, but there, I do like both Leon's different action, um, like like poses. So mm-hmm. it, it's kind of hard for me. It, it's like in any given day, I could probably choose either or. Um, mm-hmm. Man, I had a tough time coming up with this because I was really thinking like, okay, so what is my favorite box cover art? And I've had, you know, we I've played a, a lot of games uh, throughout my life, and I was really trying to think. Like, I think one of the most memorable ones, um, it, it was tough to decide because all these kind of just like touched on a key figure and I'm just going to say three, but I'm most likely going to just stick with one. Um, but you got three. Wow. Yeah, no, it was tough because look, I, I love survival horror. Um, I just mm-hmm. love in general horror games. So when I was growing up, Resident Evil two for the PS one, that the PlayStation, oh. the one with the face and then the fingers Dude. gripping the door, smiling, or, or just you know gnarling like you know just at the at the player that creeped me out when I was a kid. I never wanted to pick up the box. Like I just wanted to open it up quickly, put the game in, and then turn the box over because it just looked so creepy. But I loved it so much, and it was just such. Is a, that one of your? Is that that's one of yours? Yeah, that's one of mine, dude. It's oh, oh my gosh, it's so good. But and then the one that competes right next to it is there's different cover arts, but I think the original Silent Hill two green um face face of uh angela if i'm correct because it looks like angela look at these silent hill 2's original box is all green meshed with the white and there's the silent hill 2 name with all the webbing from it and then the original original konami um logo that had kind of like a racing racing stripe or whatever it's kind of orange and red i loved it. it it just looks great i love those two Man, it's but it's hard to decide which one I'd probably want. I know I said a third one, and I mean the third one would probably have to be. Oh man, it'd probably have to be Super Smash Bros. Melee, just because that box is just iconic. <laughs> I just love the it. Switch. <laughs> the what is it? The Switch from like two major horror games. I know. For me being like me being like yeah, I mean survival horror is one of the greatest things, and then it's like. Smash Bros. Melee. Smash Bros. <laughs> Smash Bros. Melee for the Nintendo GameCube. What are you talking about? I mean, I like the Melee cover. It's, I've always loved it. Um, I think it made it even more um, wanted when I didn't have the box cover. 
and I got this little shitty like blockbuster version of it and I I just have to go back to the other two that was just basically like my honorable mention honestly the mm. but those two Resident Evil 2 box cover for the PlayStation and Silent Hill 2 for PlayStation 2 just those ones are really good and uh, I don't know I if you I wanted ha- me to play Silent Hill right yes and I have the game for PlayStation 2 so we definitely got to run that game uh, when October comes, because I do have plans to maybe, you know, I know we're only barely starting August, but I do have plans to start us, you know, get us to do something in the in that time frame. I got, so I wanted to say something about the Silent Hill cover, because I like this. I mm-hmm. like this a lot as well. Are you talking about the one where she's just kind of looking like yeah. completely hopeless? She's looking hopeless. And the and, and actually, yeah. the, um, oh my gosh. Let me remember the name because the actual there there is a name to this because Silent Hill originally is it birth no um, Silent Hill two is just the you know the the name and all that but there used to be a name underneath Silent Hill two which was representing the actual game I can't remember if it's uh, I was gonna say Birth by Sleep but that's only it's because it's also part of the Kingdom Hearts but it's uh, birth, birth by a dream, birth by a sleep, or something like that. I think that might be actually the DLC that, or this. Could you, mm-hmm. um, could sorry, could you like verify some information about Silent Hill for me, real quick? Okay, yeah. I heard this game was about like the manifestations of like evil in people's minds, and yeah. you're in the world where people's like most evil thoughts are being like realized into reality essentially yeah i mean is that kind of like what it's like it it is it is it's a little bit um some okay so silent hill 2 branches off basically into like a whole different field the the, all the games kind of the first one stuck tried sticking to a story where it was saying that okay this is a story about you know i don't want to spoil it too much but i mean it's basically like a cult um and this town is kind of like brings out the manifestation of well it's only bringing out the manifestation of evil because they're trying to summon the devil basically right damn yeah they're basically trying (laughs) to summon samael he's like one of the demons and all that and they're like okay we need and it's a complicated little mess with like how they have to do it but silent hill 2 completely was like oh yeah we're not doing that this one we're actually going to go on the uh psychological aspect of the of the hill and what brings what how it brings people and it's like it is another manifestation of the evilness between um but it's uh, but it's not about demons this time it's about oneself and the story with uh james sunderland who's the main protagonist he has like a cryptic background on why he's brought to the town originally his wife is dead and he gets a letter from her saying like hey come to silent hill i want to meet you here and then he's like what like dead people can't write letters and I mean, honestly, I don't want to say so much because I do want you to enjoy the game and just experience it. Because what made that game great was honestly ov- overall the story. I mean, it and the music, man. Oh man, I love that album, dude. Silent Hill Two. I album. heard the soundtrack was amazing. Yes, yeah, yeah, it was. So, I mean, that's definitely like my favorite one. I and I'm so happy I got the copy of it on my on my for my PS2. It was like forty bucks though, so it was kind of expensive, but. I think the next one that I want to get is Silent Hill 3 just for the PS2 just so I can have that cuz they ported it for the PS now now I'm just going everywhere. They ported it for the PS3 and it, and it did horrible. I mean, we'll be talking mm. about porting later, but yeah. Um yeah. 
you know, I, I'm excited for a lot of things like that we have planned. Just like talking more and more about Silent Hill 2. And I know it's a PlayStation 2 title. Uh, I'm just trying to think of some things that we could do for this October because it's obviously going to be horror games. Uh, you know yeah. you know me. It's going to be around that area. Mm-hmm. Um, but this this week was really chill because we really, I, I think you got to play one of the games that are is probably the least amount of taxing and one of the games that you can kind of just casually put in your, your ideas into, which is uh, Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi 2. Now, yeah. if if no one's ever if no one's ever heard of that game, I mean it, it's obviously a Dragon Ball Z game, and it follows the series after Budokai, which I loved. I loved the Budokai series a lot. One, yeah, I didn't play two, but I played one and three, three especially as a mm-hmm. kid. Uh, but when I heard about Tenkaichi, I was kind of tripping out because I never really actually played those games, and I think when I finally got my hands on it. Actually, wait, have I ever touched it? I don't know. I have actually never touched it, but I've always wanted to. Yeah, no. And I, and I, I know that it's a little bit different from Budokai. It's actually very different from Budokai because you can actually (laughs) fly around and just move all over the place instead of just being just straight 2D or like kind of like three dimensional, not where you can arena based. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, the game was released in 2006 and if I'm correct, everyone likes the third one more I don't know if I'm right. Everyone loves the second and third one. Bro. Okay, okay. What about the first one? The first one, not so much, but people really like the second and third one. I okay. mean, I'm not going to say people didn't like the first one. They did, but yeah. not as much as the second and third one, especially the third one. Oh, okay. Yeah, because the third one is like the one that I think is like highly praised just as much as the the, yeah. the third Budokai. Because it it, it it was always interesting to me that the third Budokai was great, and then the third Tenkaichi three was uh, Budokai Tenkaichi three was great. So I, I I did a little more research, and I was I wanted to know how people thought about this one specifically, Tenkaichi two, and it got pretty average reviews. It got around like six or sevens around there. And I mean, of course, I can never really look at like I can never really trust um, super critics, like big critics on anime games, because they usually just tear it apart. Because at the end of the day, like, these anime games, like, they're not going to be the most well-polished or, like, whatever. But they're mostly just meant for the fans to enjoy and get to play the characters, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, I, I I, mean, I enjoyed Budokai 3, and I enjoyed a lot of the Dragon Ball Z games. But this is the one that I've never touched. Uh, but when I was playing Budokai recently, like, a while back ago, because I have the Budokai HD collection for the PS3, I, I mean, I just go with Goku all the time because I like Goku. But mm-hmm. who did you like from Tenkaichi? Is there like any like type of difference, or are they kind of all play the same? Like who who was your one of your no, favorite characters? No, they do not play, the, play same. the same. What I, no, what I like about the game is actually they try and dude. I actually let me sit up for this man. Like I'm like leaning back. I have to like really. I noticed some things after I got older and started paying attention to more things as far as watching the show and playing the game. They try to and they successfully, in my opinion incorporated the fighting styles of each character that like the fighting styles were unique yeah even it was very detailed detailed down to the point where goku fights completely different in his base form than he does in super saiyan you know his super saiyan super saiyan 2 super saiyan 3 like in super saiyan 2 he has more of a or in base form he fights like basically like turtle hermit style Mm -hmm. you know or it's it's a, it's slower 
Then you power up to Super Saiyan. Now he's fighting a little bit faster, and he's got a little rage behind his punches. So then Super Saiyan 2, do you remember the episode where uh, Bobbity took over Majin Vegeta and they had that battle? Yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but during that battle, Goku was using his legs a lot more. Mm-hmm. Because his fighting style, like, it switched from, like, kind of, like, punching to more. He was getting his entire body involved, with like, using his legs, doing spin kicks, all type of shit. So they did that for the game. And then for, and then his stance even changes, like, from, uh, from base form, he's in, like, a you know, like ready to go, you know, I can't, you can't see what I'm doing, but it's like a, it, there's a different stance for each, uh, uh, transformation. So you can transform the, the stance looks pretty similar between base and super Saiyan. But then when you get to super Saiyan two, it changes. Then when you get to super Saiyan three, he's just got that arms down at his side stance. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. That's the stance. And it's like, it's so cool how they, how much attention to detail, this game had to the actual show so and like so then you got you know you know like the ginyu force and characters like birder who um who pride themselves on speed looks really fast like birder is really fast on the game and it's it's cool because their moves are unique you know to the to the characters obviously but also the fighting style whereas when you watch the cartoon, it kind of looks like everybody's fighting the same. But if you really pay attention, that's not the case. Like Gohan, when he was fighting Cell in the Cell games in uh, Super Saiyan 2, he was spinning around a lot, right? Like back fist, like kicking Cell's ass. So when you play the game, he kind of fights like that in the game. It's the coolest shit I've ever seen. I was like, wow. And then uh, it just, like, it felt like you're... The only thing I didn't like, and you mentioned it earlier, you know how you have to read uh, when you're doing a story? Yeah, yeah, like text You have based. to read, and there's no dialogue. Same thing with Budokai, if you're about to say it. I'm pretty sure Budokai 3 had Bruh. that issue, where it was all text-based, and it's like... and You know what's crazy? In the first game of yes. Budokai, they had the intros, like, actually CG'd, where it's like... Or actually, you know, showing the, the characters, and it's like, you know... Goku would talk with the normal actor Sean Schimmel, Sean Schimmel, and all that. Um, but it was it was ridiculous when they switched to the next game, and all of a sudden everyone was literally um, no one was talking. It was like literally photos, and it was just text. And there was yeah, it was it was annoying. Yeah, it's like come on, man. Um, we want to hear Sean Schimmel and yeah, everybody else, of course. You know? But, um, it, but it's at the end of the day, like, it, it does get annoying. Now, I had asked you, what was your favorite character? My um, bad, dude. No, <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> I kind of just went in and did not answer your question. So my favorite character was Goku. Actually, I had two favorite characters. It was mm-hmm. Goku and Teen Gohan. Mm, no, three okay. favorite characters, Damn, okay. actually. Just, just name the whole cast at that point. My bad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really three. So uh, Goku, this is in order. Yeah. So I'm going to name it in order. I'm not of my favorite characters in the show, but in the favorite character the as far as gameplay. Yeah. So Gogeta, Super Saiyan 4, fucking OP. Like, he's just OP. I would believe you know? so, yeah. He's got the big bang. Yeah, Yeah. Go- Gogeta, Super Saiyan 4 is straight OP. Uh, 
Then my second favorite character is Goku any transformation. You know, adult Goku any transformation. Third favorite character, Teen Gohan. Because the difference between fighting with Teen Gohan and not Teen Gohan, but like pre-Teen Gohan, I should say. Like when he was 11, Cell Games Gohan. Like that's my third favorite character because you can kind of feel like when you're playing the game, you can feel the power level difference between preteen Gohan and high school Gohan. Like I do not like fighting with high school Gohan. It's they made it bad, just like he was in the show. Like his his fighting skills really, like you do not want to fight with high school Gohan. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's just bad. No. So those are probably my three favorites. Those are who I use the most. Okay, because. You know, when I played the Budokai series, my I would always just go with Goku. And, I mean, occasionally I'd pick Vegeta because Vegeta had different forms. I know with Budokai, I had pretty good transitions of them switching from Super Saiyan, you know, or transitioning to that. I always liked mm-hmm. that. I always liked the feeling of, you know, I think whenever any of the Dragon Ball Z games did that, it, it always made it cooler when you actually had to power up and then, you know, you get to go to Super Saiyan and then you have to power up again and then go to Super Saiyan 2. And that just mm-hmm. always made it a little more cooler because, you know, it just wasn't always... I mean, I mean in the in the, in the the animes, they could always just go straight to 3 or straight to 2. Yeah, you whatnot. could do that. Yeah, 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 of course. But I always liked that power-up aspect and that power method. Um, now, I haven't played Budokai uh, Tenkaichi 2, but mm-hmm. picking it up, it was the when's the last time that you played this game? High school. High school? Yeah. Damn, so and it's there was been, actually holy crap, it's been a minute then. Damn. Yeah. I was actually something else I was gonna say. <clears throat> so on top of that, I mean, because you're also because I'm pretty sure you're gonna give your thoughts on the game. I mean, mm-hmm. um well you already you kind of are giving your thoughts, but like I said, it's been so long that you've played the game, you know. Do you think that since you picked it up today or um did you play it any time this week or was it just today just today oh okay uh i mean i like to play the game right before we start so it's fresh mm. you know i don't want to sit on it for too long because then i'll like i want to have a nice balance of i want to have a, you know we're we're, do, we're being objective here but i want to have a little bit of I want to come into it with a little bit of like, bro, I just played it like the nostalgia, you know? Yeah, yeah. Do you think do you think that the game actually still holds up combat wise or just any the whole game itself? Now, that's where combat wise is where I would say the game does hold up, mm-hmm. but there are it's pretty repetitive because it's the same combo like you could do the same combo string with every character, it just looks different because of how they fight yeah yeah you know so it's kind of like i think you you said something about dragon ball z games before i started playing it um what was the words you used to describe them um do you remember when did i talk about it earlier today this is like no this is like last week you said yeah dragon ball z games are as far as combat are kind of well they're all kind of similar because they yeah. all like they all don't really have i mean when you're trying to throw out moves in like a fighting game, correct? You're creating a f- you're creating like move sets for that specific character. You know, you're trying to make him unique and all that. But when you're playing, you know, a Dragon Ball Z game, you're not necessarily gonna find that. You're gonna find the same repetitive actions over and over. And in Budokai, it showed that. Like I remember 
you would play any character in the entire game and it was always like jab 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 kick 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 and then mm-hmm. special and their special was maybe sometimes even mimicked like it wasn't until the third one where you had all those cutscenes of how the them charging or them doing their oh, special Oh, that was awesome. That. Yeah. Yeah. And like I mean, the planet blowing up and exactly, stuff. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and same with Tenkaichi. Like, I'm guessing that I'm pretty sure the combat's still there. I think there was, um, yeah, there was still, like, dodges and all that, evades. Um, but yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure. You have to have energy. Yeah. Said, oh, that's probably what I wanted to say. That's one of the things I wanted to say. You have to, like, in Tenkaichi... You have to have key in order to do a lot of like maneuvers that will help you win battles. Mm. So if you want to do the, you know, it's not instant transmission technically, but yeah, it sounds yeah. like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know the, what you're that, That's kind of so like, like what uh, Storm does. Storm does the same thing where it's like you hit him, you hit him, you hit him, and then you could disappear. Yeah. 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 So that is um, that little, you have to have uh, key to do that. You can't just do that. And that's what I like about the game. It's so detailed down to the point where, like, you have to have energy to do things. And if they break your armor, like, as far as a block, that diminishes your key. It's so detailed. And that's like, when I played it today, I was like, I don't remember it being this detailed. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention, you know. But I was just like, wow, this is really good. Yeah. No, and, I mean, that kind of just, like, brings me up, like, since you had a decent amount of time to play, I mean, I don't know how long you played it, but um, it's been it's been years since you've touched it. Where would you say you would rate this game at? Um, on a scale from one to ten. Yeah, and this is your opinion, not not you know, this is like what you've been doing every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, so on a scale from one to ten, this game is like a nine. This game's a nine. Yeah, this because game, this game's a nine. Yeah, holy, bro. Let me explain. When I went back and played it, you know, for the retro for the purpose of the retro view, the reason I'm giving it a nine is because of the level of detail they put into this game. So, what are the other games I did? I did. You did SSX, Battlefront. SSX and um, um, Shaolin Monks. So, so so far, Shaolin Monks, I believe, has the, had the highest score. Because it had like an 8.8, right? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, when you're playing Mortal Kombat, you kind of know what to... Just like in Dragon Ball Z, you know what to expect. But because Dragon Ball Z is a show, and Mortal Kombat is just a game, so there's not really much you can reference as far as, like, accuracy other than other video games that they've already made. But with this, there's an actual show you can go back to and be like, like, oh, shit, that's, that kind of looks like what I did in the game. So that's why I gave it such a high score, because I'm a huge Dragon Ball Z fan. I've been oh, a Dragon okay. Ball Z. Like, I've been a Dragon Ball Z fan since I could write. So, so it holds something been, very sentimental to you, too. It's extremely... yeah. It's extremely – the only reason I'm not giving it a 10 is because I'm trying – that one is me. That's that little bit of, you know, uh, objectivity. You know, I can't – Oh, so this is you being extremely biased then. Th- yeah, like this is Damn. super biased. Wasn't super, this – wait a minute. Wasn't this whole point of these retro views to I not know be it was, biased? Bro. Yeah, You're yeah, being yeah. super biased on this game. I wanted to yeah, know from because, a perspective of having played this game, you know. Because, bro – <laughs> It's so, so you're gonna recommend this to so you're gonna recommend this to anyone, dude? Absolutely, then. but hear me out, bro. It's biased 
because of the level of detail to the show. But, I mean, hear me out. A random person comes up to you, and they're mm-hmm. like, I have never listened to, I don't know what music Dragon Ball Z is. And you're going to tell them straight up. Dude, I, I forgot about the fucking soundtrack. That was another thing. This soundtrack, the soundtrack in Budokai Tenkaichi 2 is legendary. Like, sorry. Go, no, I'm A person just saying, walks up. A person walks up. My bad, bro. Yeah, a person, walks, person up walks up and they're going to tell you straight up. Mm-hmm. You're going to recommend, like, any game you're going to recommend, this is going to be one of the games. I mean, especially from the PS2 era since we're doing, you know, this because this is a nine, golly, dude. That's dude, like, you I, said I like from there's... the PS2, bro. What? Whoa, you said a you said a PS2 game, uh, one of the games I'm recommending from the PS2. Are you kidding me? Absolutely, Budokai Tenkaichi Two. If I played three, I would recommend that because I heard it's really, I heard it's better than two. Yeah, which is hard for me to believe because I, but I've never played it, so I can't speak on it. Wow. But two is really fucking good, bro. Yeah. Okay. Like, so. I don't know how you feel about Dragon Ball Z games, but this was like I tried to, you know, and then like Raging Blast was awesome. But this game kind of if you think about it, if you really think about it, bro, the Budokai Tenkaichi series kind of paved the way for like Raging Blast and Xenoverse and those games. You know what I'm saying? Like the style. Damn, you really named all those games that I'm I'm dead ass, bro. Tell me I'm lying, bro. Well, first, well, I mean, I don't even like those games. I'm sorry, I okay. don't even like those games. All right, games. Well, fine, fine. Yeah, okay, yeah. you don't like them, right? But, okay, but, but so, someone but, does, but someone does. Someone right, in somebody this out place there. does. So, yeah, yeah, somebody out there likes it. And tell me if I'm lying, bro, whether you like the game or not, Budok- the Budokai Tenkaichi series, did that not pave the way for those games? Yeah, it's well, basically the same gameplay style, almost. Yeah, I mean, a lot of those games, like Ultimate Tenkaichi, yeah, Xenoverse. Xenoverse, I mean... Probably took it a step further because they basically had, but yeah, I get, yeah, you're right. It does pave the way. That that's why that's, that's why it gets such I, a high score. I can't believe it's literally a, on episode nine. Dom gives it a nine. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about that, bro. Yeah, I just thought about but yeah, that. But yeah, because I'm thinking about, bro. I'm thinking about the music. You know, I know. Yes, I, there's yes, there's bias, but honestly, you know, if we're being completely honest, there's been bias in the last. Last couple of oh, so uh, we're just cracking the we're just cracking the, the this this is wild we're just cracking the eggshell right now you know oh, what I'm saying no but seriously in, no like, seriously but I mean, there has yeah. been because I bro come on like everybody else thought uh, Battlefront Star Wars Battlefront was like an eight I gave it a two if there's no bias in that it's like come on man yeah. you know because you were like what's your so this is a nine because I used to play this game more than Jack and Daxter moving moving from this it's just remember guys it's always going to be Dom's biasism going (laughs) into these reviews when you when you ask for these games hit him with something but this is the reason why because these are also games in your collection hit him with something that he doesn't have and if you hit him with that then he can't be as biased because he's never played it right you're right but that's the tough part there's no nostalgia behind it but that's the tough (laughs) part because I mean this is damn near is damn near Dom's nostalgic retro view and that should also be very clear because, you know, people coming in, regardless if you're listening to these reviews, as far as like just wanting to get an opinion, you should now have this idea that Dom is being fucking biased. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but I mean, no, so the I mean, details, though. Yeah, bro, the details, the, the details. Detail. Do you think that wraps you up for your, uh, your review? I don't want it to, cause I want. I could talk about this game all day. I know but you can, but you know what I'm saying. We gotta go to the yeah. News. We gotta move on. We gotta man. move on. We gotta move on. But all right, all right. So yeah, most definitely. Let's uh. Bro, let's get and on they're to it. 
and, and they're sorry, bro. And their their box art for the Wii, dope. That's oh, it. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, all yeah, yeah. I'm I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. The box bro. art. Yeah, yeah. The box you art. You know what I'm saying? Dope. Like, yeah. come on, man. Okay, okay. No, that was good. That was good. So now let's move on to the news that's actually in hand. And that's, I mean, it's a decent amount. It's not not so much of it is news. It's mostly a decent amount of it is the impressions that we had or I had for most, for the most part. Um, and I only say that because Dom didn't get to play the Marvel Avengers beta, which was one of the things that we're going to talk about. And I mean, since he didn't get to play, he just kind of kind of gets to hear me ramble about this game. But so the beta went live on Friday and I had a chance to experience it. I mean, a lot of people got to actually see it. Uh, you told me earlier that you got to see the video from uh, Radbrand. I don't know if you clicked on it or not. Um, I did not. I just saw he posted it. Yeah. Uh, I kind of just, I wanted to see what he posted because I was low-key thinking of streaming it. And I wanted to see, you know, if other people could wa- want to watch it and all that. But finally getting my hands on the actual beta and downloading it on Friday, playing it that same day. I wish you would have seen it. Because then I would have asked you, are you still interested in buying this game? But uh, Yeah, but I couldn't watch it because it was the Sabbath. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. It's like a live... Okay, so the game is going to be kind of... Uh, is going to be a live service, kind of like Destiny, where it's going to have a continuation after its main story. And I think I think we both knew that. So there's going to be multiple stories branching off after this that's going to be kind of like coming in for free, hopefully, I think. <clears throat> and there's of course going to be microtransactions within like costumes, which is kind of lame. But yeah. I I think the most important part is if the story isn't good, or just if the gameplay isn't good and the story isn't good, what's going to want to keep me coming back? You know. Mm-hmm. And so the beta kind of starts you off and lets you play as I got. Well, I got to play as Thor, Hulk, Black Widow, and Miss Marvel. And then my friend Sean, he got to play as Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Hulk, and uh, Miss Marvel as well. So we got a decent amount of characters. We damn near got the whole cast of all the people that are going to be in this game. I, I think we're missing Ant-Man and Hawkeye, but that's going to be DLC. Ant-Man is not going to be DLC, but Hawkeye is. And from the prologue that I was able to play, it was interesting enough. I mean, the whole, you know, A-Day, which is the day that um, Captain America dies in that in, in the first part of the game, which was one of the things that got me in. I was like, yo, this is intense. This is hype. But... The, the beta let us, you know, it gave us the entire prologue and then it gave us two other missions to do with Hulk and Miss Marvel. And I will say, after I got the initial, like, shock of, like, damn, I'm really playing as all the Avengers. And then I had to stick with Hulk and Miss Marvel for the entire two missions. I was like, this is fine. This is cool, right? And, I mean, I felt that at times combat felt great. When I was first learning all the moves, I was like, oh my gosh, uh, Thor can throw his hammer damn near like um, God, damn near like how uh, Kratos can do in God of War where he swings it and then he like brings it back. But then there was also times where I was just getting tired of just doing the same thing. There were some bosses that were fun. Like I got to play against the two bosses that I got to face against was Taskmaster Taskmaster, and also Abomination. He's from the Hulk uh, series and all that. I did see, yeah, I did see a battle between Hulk and uh, Abomination, but I, like I said, I couldn't watch it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was cool. Um, I got to see it too. Sean played it, and he was really, he was having fun. It was really dope. Uh, I will say the game is 
going to be 10 times more interesting. And I mean, that goes with every any game, but it's going to be way more interesting with friends. You can have a good lobby and just, you know, rampage the entire story mode. And I think that's interesting enough for me to want to get it. Um, but as far as the combat, as far as the story, I think those two are, are pretty interesting enough to just barely manage me manage for me to squeeze on through to to really go through with the whole purchase and all that um and i mean Mm. the biggest thing of course i also liked that in every mission you have to choose your team correctly because some members of the team are not suited for some missions so if you pick hulk in a nice mission or something like that like he might have trouble i mean he can still do the mission but you know other players in the team do fairly better they're better suited for the mission depending exactly. on what the mission is. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think overall, the game is definitely, I mean, like I said before, like it's it's the beta managed to get me interested even more. And thankfully, I got to play it before. but So I can get that initial shock over. Uh, but I'm still going to buy it. I'm still going to go with it. And I mean, hopefully you get it later on, whether you, if you get it on day one or if you don't, um, it would be cool to actually be, you know, go do missions together that'd be nice uh the other thing was i mean the biggest news the biggest piece of news next to hawkeye and all those things that were getting shown to us the war table the um you know the hive rooms danger rooms all that stuff uh which are basically those side things that you can do was the fact that um crystal dynamics the studio has confirmed that you know uh the game itself is getting spider-man and it's going to be a playstation exclusive um strictly yeah, that's the big word. It's strictly going to be a PlayStation exclusive, and everyone is mad. And when I say everyone, I'm talking about people who are going to buy the game, um, Xbox, PC, whatever. All the all those people are not getting to enjoy uh, Spider-Man. And it's tough because I read it. I, I was watching a video because my friend sent it to me, and he was telling me about how this guy is going in about you know Spider-Man, and he reads one of the quotes from one of the the developers, and he's like. But here's the thing. Why is everyone freaking out about this character when, you know, we have tons of stuff that we haven't even announced yet? We have so many storylines that we have going in the future. And it's just like, you know, at the end of the day, you guys shouldn't freak out. You guys should kind of uh, be excited. You guys are going to play as Black Widow. (laughs) Black Widow. Yeah. Yeah, that is uh, that is definitely a huge statement to make. I mean, compared to Spider-Man, obviously Spider-Man's one of the most well-known characters, but he's also just had one of the biggest games come out in you know in PlayStation's lineup of exclusives. Maybe that's maybe that's one of the maybe that's one of the reasons why I think this game is going to do kind of pretty well as far as um, you know uh, PlayStation side goes because they'll have you know Spider-Man. So that might be an also a great motivation towards people. And I mean to get the PlayStation? To get the uh I don't think well actually yeah, to get the PS5 actually cuz the PS5 yeah, yeah. PS4 will both have uh Spider-Man. And I mean the thing is that no one even gets Spider-Man until 2021. So I mean we're not even going to be thinking about him for a good couple of months after the game's right. initial release. So I mean we've already confirmed we've already gotten confirmation that uh, Hawkeye is going to be the first DLC, so I don't know how Spider-Man is just going to jump in here. But, I mean, I guess in this case, exclusivity does matter. I mean, people are absolutely pissed. Like, they're just mad at the fact that, you know, they're not going to get to play as Spider-Man. But, I mean, 
Is this isn't this how people were mad when Spider Man the game from Marvel came out for PS4 yeah, and everyone? It's like was get like, a PlayStation and you won't have that problem. Yeah, or just something. Like it just brings me I don't know. It it it, it just it's dumb for people to like really go crazy about this. It's like, okay, well, you made the decision in the first place. But I think what's also crazy is the fact that PC players aren't going to be able to get this as well. You would think that, you know, since the whole, the fact that um, Sony has shared exclusives, we're talking about Horizon Zero Dawn and Death Stranding, and they've ported the games over there, you know, why not just throw in a Spider-Man? But I think it's also because of the fact that they want people to come uh, and be ready for the PS5 and all that, you know? Yeah. But that's, mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, that's just my hot take on that. But so, yeah, so overall, I mean, if we just kind of go back to the Marvel beta I or the Avengers beta, I like I said, it's something that will, I'm, I'm curious to know if any of the listeners have tried it out. I wonder if you guys are feeling on edge. Maybe you guys are going to pull out your pre-order or whatever. Um, <laughs> I will say there was one moment in the game where I was like, this game's going to break because it's the beta, so it's not even like really that polished but they do have a decent amount of time left so i really hope they can do something like polish a little bit of uh, weird bugs but you know i mean it's fine i mean it's it's not bad but yeah i mean that's kind of my whole thing on the whole beta um sucks man that you didn't get to play it man i know i know trust me bro when i saw it i i literally thought the game came out yeah i was just like bro how did i miss the drop yeah, and I, and the worst thing that I was like streaming, I wasn't streaming, but I was like showing it to my when friend. When did it? Dr- when did it drop? Friday, um, August seventh. Oh, I had ex- those were that was the, you know what I wouldn't have been able to play that anyway. That was the day I had all of my exams. I had a homework assignment due. Mm-hmm. I would not have been able to play that anyway. Ooh, yeah, no, damn, that sounds tough. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, had two exams, two finals, and a homework uh, assignment. Yeah. I I just literally got home once I got my PS4 and I just started like I downloaded it and I mean I I I think it ends tomorrow you know mm-hmm. so I might play it later on tonight just as much as I can you know but like I'm saying I'm just I was almost I switched to Tetris after like 2 hours <laughs> of that game cuz I just kept dying and I was like man this is on normal and I'm just dying and I'm just like okay and I mean I don't necessarily suck at games, but it's just like I just was like, eh, I'm kind of feeling like going something else. But that's pretty a, difficult. Um, to an extent. I mean, it like I said, the missions, the 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 fact that you have to pick your team wisely, and the fact that I only have Miss Marvel and Hulk is kind of tough because Hulk only has so many dynamic moves. Uh, Miss Marvel is kind of cool. She has like the stretchy whims and all that, but mm-hmm. it's just. We di- well, Sean, my my friend, he died a lot. I played it and I died too, but he died a lot in one mission where he had to just stay in one zone. Mm-hmm. And once we got over it, it was fine. But we were just tired of playing. We had played for good. That that was my experience with Ghost of Tsushima with certain missions when before I built up my resolve and stuff like that. Like I would just keep. I'm like, why is the why is the difficulty curve so hard? But it's not. It's like you just have to get over the hump. So, yeah. So, after uh, checking out Avengers, I we also got a chance this week to see the PlayStation State of Play, which that happened actually before Avengers. Avengers came out on Friday, or the uh, beta came out on Friday. But the State of Play came out around Thursday, if I'm correct. Thursday? Yeah, Thursday, because that's when I texted you. Um, now, did you get a chance to see the State of Play? 
I saw enough of it, I think. Saw enough of it. Did you watch the whole thing or did you just uh kind of like skip uh, through it? I Okay, so this is kind of how I did it. I watched maybe like a little bit more than half of it. Gotcha. So I okay. saw I saw some I saw some games that I didn't like, and I saw some games that I thought were interesting. Oh, okay. Did you get so, to see Godfall? Uh, no. Okay. I, 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 I saw somewhere that uh, I was actually about to read an article on Break, and I never got around to it. Mm-hmm. But um, I had like four games I wanted to really hone in on because yeah. that I was thinking about. So. Oh, were you about to? I was going to say, did you kind of feel like this state of play was uh, very underwhelming? Absolutely. Dude. I was just about to say that. I I, was literally just about to say that. I will say. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So Crash, it's actually, let's see. It was actually four, five games I want to kind of touch on a bit. Yeah. Crash Bandicoot looked, to me, you know, it looked, um, remember the um, PS5? Um, the reveal or yeah 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 the PS5 reveal like when they when they did Crash Bandicoot I was like oh shit Crash Bandicoot it's about t- it was called it's about time it's about something. time yeah I was like yo I've never really p- was into Crash Bandicoot but I was like I kind of want to play this and then in this it seems like they went into more detail about how you know how they said that you can like they basically gave completionists a reason to replay the game because you can like go through now and like um do do uh stages and like have special uh like there was one where you could spin and open boxes and it would paint the entire oh yeah uh, yeah you know you know what i'm talking about Yeah, like the inverted mode and then they also yeah yeah. you got the inverted mode and then you got that where you can like paint so you can see your path ahead of you i was like that's kind of cool so i was like you know that was one of the games where i was like and it was like the first game that they uh talked about so i was like okay might be getting Crash Bandicoot. So then it went downhill from there. I think, I don't know if the next game was Buck Snacks or Pathless. That was, yeah. But yeah. Like, there was just the, the very, two, oh my gosh, yeah. The very next game was either Bug Snacks or Pathless. I don't remember which one, but it doesn't matter. They were both extremely underwhelming. I was like, these games are coming out on the PS5? Like, you know how, uh, manufacturers are you know they reveal their console they're like oh we're gonna be like you were talking about the xbox how they like oversell it playstation kind of did that a little bit with those games you know what i said so, like they, they didn't oversell the console in the way that uh, microsoft did but people are kind of already expecting the next generation you know of gaming consoles to be better than the ps4 obviously right but then when you per when you uh preview games like bug snacks and pathless it's like come on man like we wanted to see you know something we wanted to see some like god of war type or horizon zero dawn but here's the thing like i i understand that i understand that and i kind of felt like this was kind of going into like an indie route the entire time where it was like okay these are titles that are just kind of like the titles that aren't the main triple a because i I get it. They've kind of announced all their huge AAA titles, though. That and I mean, what are you gonna do? You're gonna like in the first year, you're gonna drop every single of, of the biggest game that comes out. I don't think so. Like, I personally feel that it's good that they didn't release anything big. But come on, like they were really just going in. I will still found some games to be interesting within the lineup. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. absolutely. State, yeah. But the state of play, this one was mostly just an indie, an indie fest of like all the games that. Um, 
I mean, give credit where it's due. Like, some of these games do look interesting. But at the same time, True. you know, going ahead and really, like, bringing back Bug Snacks for the fourth, second time, I was kind of like, oh, man, I can't believe this really is going to happen. You like, know, this is basically, this is this would be the funniest shit ever. If they were doing this to be so that, you know, like, Xbox could be Xbox like. Xbox and all that. Xbox would be like, those are your games? Really? Bug Snacks and Pathless? That's all you got? And then Xbox drops their best games. And then, like, PlayStation, like, a year later is like, nope, we got, like, Horizon Zero Dawn 2, well, they, yeah, God I mean, of War I, 5. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, <laughs> but, like, but, like, I kind of feel that, like, they've already done that with the whole PS5 reveal when they, when they went off the dome and just showed us Spider-Man, um, Horizon Zero Dawn 2. Freaking um, Hitman Three. Um, I'm trying to remember. Oh, other I wanted games. to talk about Hitman Three. Yeah, I mean Hitman Three basically just got basically was just said. And it's like, oh yeah, it's a PSVR now. Yeah, remember I said in the PS5 reveal episode that it just kind of looks like P- uh, uh, Hitman Two. Yeah, I still feel that way, but I didn't know they were gonna uh, do a VR. Did they do that for the second one? No, I don't think so. So I think that I actually, you know. It may add a layer to the game. It's still the same game. I mean, if you have a VR, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then, like, you know, not everybody has a VR. True. And then there was one problem I had with VR, because uh, Vader Immortal looked pretty decent. Yeah, I, yeah. Actually, I was going to bring that up as well. Yep. Yeah, Vader Vader Immortal looked dope. Uh, I think I saw Force Lightning in one of those previews. Mm-hmm. Was that... Was I, I am I wrong so. or did I see Force Lightning? I think so. I I saw I saw just the the fact that there was like combat in it, and then I was like, okay, this game looks really this game looks really cool. But again, th- my fault. I don't have a VR, so I'm not gonna pick it up. So, right. I mean, neither do I. But my thing is like, are they gonna have it? Like that that was one of the questions I had. Oh, I just bought my mic. That was one of the questions I had. Is it only gonna be in VR, or can you like? No, I think that's a strict VR game. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, you're not gonna get like one of the. I know what you're asking, but yeah, that's damn. That works just straight with a VR. I think I think (sighs) the Vader game is is fine. Like it's gonna it's gonna be another Iron Man game where like um, Iron Man is gonna be pumped up, but it's not gonna be that great because VR. Did you notice that they always do VR games with somebody who has a suit on? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Makes sense. Um. That's interesting. I didn't think about that. I think yeah. the VR games, all the VR games are always usually like some really cool game that could probably be like turned into something cool or some a really interesting game. That like immersive. Turn. Yeah. But then it's like, oh, yeah, they drop the ball somehow. It's either in controls or in just the story or whatever. And it's just like, damn, mm-hmm. VR games oh, are yeah, just dude. not getting I any. noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. So I what, noticed that about VR. Like they, they were where your experience is heightened, something else kind of yeah. gives away. Yeah. So what were the other two games that you had kind of, you also wanted to talk about? No, it was, the, I had oh. Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Uh, um, the Vader game? It, yeah, it was, cra- no, 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 I'm trying to go in order. It was Crash Bandicoot, Bug Snacks. I wanted to kind of shit on that, but you didn't let me shit on it. <laughs> but uh, you're like, good give, give prop for props to do. I'm like, it's <laughs> no, bug man. snacks, bro. No, man. I'm not giving props to bug snacks. Bug snacks oh. can, go, <laughs> can go away. I'm just saying that the fact that, like, this game, the whole the indie estate, games weren't. Yeah. yeah. But, like, that's what, you, that's what you do. I mean, it's until you, you got to play some indie games to really, like, have an appreciation towards them. I personally like a decent amount of indie games. Like, Celeste is damn near an indie game. It's very popular, though. But, like, those games, I, I'm, I'm fine with them. Like, they had Spelunky 2, which I, I mean, 
none of these titles no one has ever asked for. I, n- I never heard someone say, scream out from the top of the lungs, like, bro, give me Spelunky too, please. I need um, that Genshin. Th- yeah, well, I mean, Genshin kind of looked cool. But, like, one of my, so one of the games it that does. I. It does. It did. It, so it just looks pretty. It, it really does. But one of the games that I felt, you know, just immediately called me was Aeon, Aeon Must Die. Yeah, that one's a beat em up game, and it just looks amazing. And I'm talking about the graphics from. It sounded like it was a Fury game. And if you've played Fury, um, it's like cell shaded, very like retro wave type color waves where it's like purple, light blue, you know, things like that. And it just looked super dope. Um, it was, um, again, cell shaded combat looked like somewhat near of a streets of rage game. It was mm-hmm. just awesome. And I was like, okay, this is something I could totally be down for. Like I like beat em ups. I just like the fact that maybe these are starting to come back, you know, with the success of streets of rage four, maybe this is the, the turn and also the takeover. I mean, that game's coming out for the PS4 when it drops, I'm probably going to buy it just because it's supported by one of my favorite. Uh, YouTubers, but yeah. Do you like cell shaded games? I notice you like you really give cell shaded games a lot of praise. Well, is well, that like a? Well, I don't know. I like I like I do like a majority of them just because some of them. I mean, when I like Fury, Rhyme. Uh, I'm trying to think of another one that I really enjoyed. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're they're not they're there's nothing wrong with them. I just like their art style usually. It just depends. If you haven't, this played, does look really good. Yeah, I'm watching it now. Yeah, if you haven't played it, if you haven't played Fury, I would almost recommend you to play that game. That game is very hard mm-hmm. though, but it's still really cool. I just like it. Um, Bro, you know what this? Um, how do you pronounce it? A Aeon. Aeon. I said Eon. Eon. This kind of reminds me in some ways of I don't know if you watched it yet, but it kind of reminds me in some ways of Heart of Darkness. Oh yeah, I still haven't watched it. Yeah, I'll, I'll dude, this reminds me of Heart of Darkness, bro. Like if they redid Heart of Darkness for like the PS5, this is probably what it would look like. Oh wow, this yeah. is dope. Yeah, and I'm I like mean, reacting in real time. <laughs> yeah, and and I, and I like it. I mean, I think the game, um, since there just isn't that many uh, beat 'em ups, I I hope this game comes out soon because I low-key... and it's a PS4 game if I'm correct, so it should be coming out soon. So. I'm going to be copping that. Also, mm-hmm. Control is getting another expansion on the game, which kind of looks um, interesting towards the fact that they're going to be expanding more on the, you know, uh, universe that they kind of built with Control. But I was kind of expecting Control 2, and that didn't come, so it's fine. I'll, I'll stick with another expansion of the game. And like you said, I, I was very happy to see more on Crash, the inverted mode, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that you can play different characters, that That's- just got me pretty hyped. That's one of the things that one of my guys, uh, coworkers, he he he. That's one of the issues I think he had with PlayStation is like, instead of giving you new games, they'll give you an expansion pack. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, so that was one of his biggest like gripes with PlayStation. But I'm like, that's not really that. It's not, not that bad. big of a deal, you know yeah. what I mean? It's it's, it's not so bad because I mean, if you really enjoy the game, then it's gonna it's gonna right. Be if you like Control, the expansion pack is not. Is it going to kill you that you don't get a control too? I mean, you might get it eventually anyway. You know what I mean? I mean, and then on top of that, you have um, the last game that I kind of found somewhat interesting, which was Godfall. It Well, I only say somewhat interesting. I was not too invested into the game. It looked Mm -hmm. cool. I think it's another live service type of game. But I think I'm kind of just leaning away from it. 
it has some interesting combat uh, to it. Kind of reminded me of similar to how God of War kind of looks, where it's over the this shoulder. Does. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, but it also reminds me of uh, Warframe. So I'm like, uh, I think I'm fine because those games. I'm you just, played Warframe? Yeah, I played a little bit of it. Um, hmm. I'm not so invested into that. So I mean, you don't like over the shoulder. This does look a lot like God of War. Cause yeah, of the, yeah, because it how has close that whole, you like, are. bulk fate and like yeah. I'm just I don't know I'm I'm not so terribly like into it, but. I think what this looks dope. Yeah, but I don't know. Just from what I was seeing, maybe I was just turned off at that point because I had just seen so many like indie titles, and I was like, oh man, I just want this to be like they're, that's they really why I weren't think, dropping anything. Like I think that's why we our overall conclusion of the yeah. state of play was just kind of like underwhelming because when you drop so many indie titles, and then by the time you get to the actual games that are supposed to be somewhat decent, it's like. You feel like a person watching the Xbox reveal, man. It's like, really, this is Halo, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. And I mean, yeah, though, no, th- that's true. I think that whole vibe was definitely turned off when I started the state of play. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's because they started off with those indie yeah, titles. Those I think they should have came later. Like they should have been showing us, or they should have at us. least prepped you up for it. You know, just say like, "Hey, yeah. this is gonna be an event where we kind of just talk about straight indies." And if they would have right, told me that, right. I would have been like, "Okay, cool." Expecting it, yeah, right. yeah exactly. I would have been like, "Okay, maybe I'm expecting this." But when they say state of play, they usually have something to do with something um, referring to like, uh, you know, uh, you know, bigger games and stuff. You know, because the last state of play, that's when they dropped all their. Uh, all the new games that were coming out, you know? Exactly. So I was like, okay, I'm expecting that type of, you know, ferocity, but I did not get that. What I got nope. was just just a bunch of indie games. But it's fine. And it's this fine. was my th- this was my first time watching a state of play. Like Well, we so watched the other one. The other one was the the one where they showed uh the uh Maz Morales and everything. Oh, was that that was a state of play? I thought that was just a reveal. No. Is that, that the same w- thing? Uh, if I'm correct, yeah, they're the same thing. They're they hmm. were both state of I plays. Thought, I um, thought it was different. Okay. No, yeah, but so we move on, you know, because I know I know we were covering a decent amount of that, and we were going to talk about this because it is in the same realm. It's a PlayStation game, uh, and it just recently got released. This whole week was just a bunch of things coming out. Obviously, the state of play, the Marvel Avengers beta, and then the biggest thing, which was um. Horizon Zero Dawn's PC port, which, <sighs> from what I've heard from a lot of people, is that it's pretty disappointing. Yeah. And, <laughs> I mean, it's it's sad because this is also a PlayStation game that's been, you know, heavily praised as, like, one of the better games of the exclusives. And, you know, it's a sleeper hit, but, yeah. you know, it's pretty good. I've played from, from the time that I played it, but, man... Are they just bashing on this game for the fact that the PC port is just bad? Like, it's just tough. And again, that's a variance that's just, it's varied s- from people to people because mm-hmm. some people say that, oh, the, you know, y- you know, you have that with, with when games break like this, when games aren't uh, optimized correctly, you have this where some people will be like, I don't have a single problem with mine. I don't know what you're talking about. Sucks to yeah. be you. But when it when it affects <laughs> when real. it but when it affects you, you're on that side like I fucking hate this game. You know what I'm saying? It's like I just don't get it. But so 
like I said, the game was poorly optimized and that rubbed a lot of PC players uh, the bad way because the whole point of getting the PC game was to have this very like beautiful version of the game, just like how Death Stranding was. And what they got was uh, yeah. not that. They ended up getting a lot of issues with frame rates, uh, bug, lots of bug crashings, uh, crashing the game. And it's just, you know. Yeah, yeah PC gamers really, uh, they, they, I guess I don't want to say they talk so much shit because they can talk a lot of shit about how good their games look and play because PC is like the best way to game. But according to a PC gamer, but you know, it's kind of like, I kind of don't feel bad for him, bro. It's like you get a bad game. All right. It's one game out of how many games look great on PC. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like I feel like this is also an exclusive, so they kind of held this. I mean, like so I said, the Death what? Stranding. The I'm Death trolling, st- by the way. The <laughs> Death Stranding. Tro- the Death Stranding actual um, PC port was hev- like was again praised because it, it it was done perfectly. Like it was almost done to the point where people are like recommending you to play the PC version instead of the instead of the PlayStation, which is fine because I and anyone to go back to the PC and anyone to go back and play Death Stranding is like worth it. You are just getting so butthurt right now cuz PC players got They get they all get, the good games, bro. They, no, Come they on, don't. man. No, they don't. They don't get all the good games. What the hell? They're like they don't get damn near any game. They get like games that that they 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 get like um not the good games. I mean not the good games. I mean, like, they get the best experience as far as, like, gaming. You know what I mean? I mean, like, yeah, but, like, okay, so let's It's like, back. come on, So, man. Batman like, Arkham Knight, Batman Arkham Knight okay. was another game that had a P- had PC port um, way back in 2015 when it was released. They mm-hmm. were, like, we got, when PlayStation 4 got the PS, uh, when PlayStation 4 got the PC, uh, got the uh, Batman Arkham Knight, you know, it was okay. It was pretty good. I mean, people who liked the Arkham series, that was fine, but, mm-hmm. uh people who got it on the pc it was broken it was a buggy mess it just wasn't a good game at that point it was unbearable to play and it's like damn you literally like porting to pc is very hard and sometimes okay you know okay so what were you gonna say i guess if it's that bad okay yeah if it's that bad where it's like you said it's crashing and shit that's horrible but i'm just kind of thinking like man the the people i know who uh you know game on pc they're always like oh dude i only game on pc i don't use consoles like I don't. I would never go back to using consoles, or I well, never use like consoles. Those are like elitist. Those are like elitist, also. And those are like, the only pe- and, and, bro, and they're also are the like only... the same people that like literally play only like three games in their in their, <laughs> they're in their the library. Only... <laughs> they they play League of Legends. They pay a thousand dollars or something. And like yeah, gaming is gaming is revolutionary on the PC. And it's like, what game are you playing? It's like fucking Bug Snacks. Get the fuck out of here! Like you're only playing one type of game, like literally. And those but games bro, don't even need to be like crazy, crazy. You know. You know those people I'm talking about, though. Like you I just know said, what you're it, saying. The I know what you're saying. Yeah. That's why I don't really like. It's like I'm talking about them. Like the people who are just like, you know, I just play games on the PC because I like the way it looks. If you're like, you know, I would call you like a casual PC gamer. You're pretty cool. You're not gonna. You're not like a. You know what I'm saying? What do you call them? Do you, you call do them you know it elitists? Do you know any elitists that bash on you? And just they're like, dude, you're a loser for getting the the PlayStation. Honestly, or bro, I think I I think I do. That I is think tough. I do. I'm sorry to because be in, beca- yeah. because and this this is no knock to this dude because he's uh-huh. cool as hell, right? Yeah. But it, I I work with this guy. Me and um me and uh one of my other coworkers, AJ, were talking about uh we were like having a PS4 Xbox debate. Here comes oh gosh, yeah, I ain't gonna name drop him, but here here comes my here comes my other guy. He's like, we were like, I was like, you know, I was like, what do you think, bro? He's like, oh. 
I have an Xbox, but I don't use it to game. I only game on PC, and I'm just like, oh, here we go. Like, I don't know if he's an elitist, but when he said that, I was just kind of like, because in high school, I knew a couple people who gamed on PC, and all they talked about was PC, PC, PC. If you don't game on PC, you're not really gaming. If you if you if you're gaming on a console, you need to get with the PC. It's much better gaming. It's like, bruh, sometimes like like some people just don't want to spend a thousand to two thousand dollars on a PC. Yeah, and, and I then mean, then you had the people, bro. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You had the people who not who didn't who not only were like elitist. Now that I think about it, I kind of did know a couple of them because there was this one guy who built his PC. There's levels to the shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Like with PC gamers, it's like you either got the one who had the who had the money to just buy a PC, you know, uh, buy a uh, right. You just drop drop the money on it. You know, it's like what it's like two G's for like a good one. So you got those people, and then you got the people who actually build their PCs. They're on another level with it, bro. It's like, yeah, bro, I built my PC. I, you know, like. Uh, I went, to, you know, I got all the, I don't know, shit, bro. The, you know, I don't know, I don't know how to build solid a PC. state drives, my guy. No, no, some no, no, shit no. like that, no, right? Like, no, no, it's no, like, I, bro, no, it's like, dude, you could just buy, like, you, you could just either buy a PC or a console, but like, because you built your PC or because you just have a PC in general, it's like, yeah, bro, my gaming experience is way better than yours. So, I, I've ran into so many people who act like that who play games you know on pc it's just like when 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 they when they get a bad port i'm just like yeah whatever dude deal with it to kind of like talk about that because it's not a lot like it is a it is a lot of people like i i was reading the actual reviews and all that because currently steam has the game at mixed reviews because they kind of give you like when you look at the reviews they say like it's positively it's overwhelmingly positive it's you know it's um right right right. positive and then it's like mixed and it's like overwhelming you know so they have it at mixed meaning that it's a 50 50 but i looked at the numbers and it's like the amount of good ratings like you know positive ratings it's at like 6k and then the number of like actual negative ratings is like at 4k so I mean, it's not like it, it. That's still a lot. Like they're both on both ends. That's like 10k worth of like, of just straight up like you know. It's almost even. Yeah, but I will say that having the having the game ranged at six, that's pretty tough because just looking at Death Stranding, like I go back to Death Stranding a lot. But some people you really I, like that game. I dude, I do, I do. But I mean, it's also an important port because it was just very well done. So. With bad ops, I I feel like some people say that it's fine, but it also has a bunch of it uh, has a bunch of issues that people have underlined in those reviews that they've said. It's like, yeah, the game is good, just you know, don't do this, don't do that, and it's like, yeah, I can still play it. And I think they just want to experience the game because a lot of people generally were like, the game is good, it's just poorly optimized, and yeah, that makes sense. But I feel like with that optimization, it can lead people to be just wary about buying more into like those PC ports. Like it's kind of like games you know if they were made strictly from um for console then yeah then it's just for console because there are times within pc ports that it's been a completely different game like if you should go check up if you ever have a chance look up spider-man 2 
the one that came out for the GameCube, Xbox, and all that. Look up the gameplay mm-hmm. for Spider-Man 2, and then look at the gameplay, or the just, yeah, for Spider-Man 2, the PC. That was a completely whole different game, and that's just like, fuck, dude. PC players got fucked. For, like, and the, the worst part is the Spider-Man 2 was generally well-received. I think people really enjoyed that. But uh, l- like I said, like, be porting games is just a difficult thing. I, I don't I don't know if it's so difficult. I want to... But... I just feel that uh-huh. it's it's it can be very like iffy, especially. No, I just wanted to say to the PC gamers, I'm like in no way like shitting on the people who are just like, you know, it's like I think it's me and you just kind of have a problem with elitist slash gatekeepers when it comes to anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's just yeah. like I, I'm really like I don't feel sorry for them. For the people who are just like, yeah, I play games on PC. It's whatever. You know, I just do it because of the experience. Like. And they're not like downing you because you have a console. It's like okay, but I'm talking to, you know, those people, the elitists, the gatekeepers who are like, yeah, you know, we have the be- we're the we're the top dogs of gaming because we have the best frame rate and resolution and all this other crazy shit. And it's like, bro, you're playing video games just like the rest of us. Yeah, and you know? I, you know. And like I'm saying, all those people literally complaining, like going in about, you know, those elitists are generally speaking the same people that just play. Like I, I've met people like that. And those are the same people that literally play the same damn four games. And it's like, wow, cool. You're crazy. You got all that for that. I don't know. This um, man said League of Legends. I was, bro. <laughs> for real. I almost fell out my chair when you said League of Legends, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's something that, oh my gosh, it just, it used to bother me. The, oh my gosh. I can understand um, why, though. Yeah. So on our last thing, you know, before we go, I meant to say it before because I usually always prep you guys and say like, hey, this is the last thing we're going to talk about. You know, this is where we're getting down to our last topic. But yeah, on our last thing we're going to talk about today, it's just the fact that um, we had a talk about this a long time ago. We we had talked about how games are going to $70 and that was going to be the norm for PS5 mm-hmm. and Xbox Series X. But recently, right, right, right. There's just been this flippity floppity with all these. And I know that's not the right, you know, that's not the professional word. I'm just saying. So, yeah, I mean, and then, like I said, we got all this uh, basically turmoil on what the actual gaming prices are going to be. Recently, um, CEO from Take-Two Interactive, Strauss Zelnick, um, he ended up talking about how he actually is going to go back on that word and just make it a title-by-title um, you know, announcing the prices title by title basis. And I mean, that's, hmm. that's interesting because it's like, so we're no longer, are we, are we sticking with $70 or are we not sticking with $70? I mean, no company wants to announce that they're moving their prices around. And and it's true. Like right, if you right. look at, if you look up, like the only company that really was like straight up was 2K where they said, we're our, you know, they were the first one to say it. They're like, our game is going to be 70 bucks. Threw it out there. 70 bucks, take it or leave it. Yeah. Ubisoft (laughs) reported in the past saying that um, their next-gen releases this fall, keyword this fall, will be at $60. But the next-gen, like the next sequel of Assassin's Creed or the next sequel of Far Cry 6 will be, you know, different. It's like, just straight up tell us, or not, just straight up tell us right now, are we going to go $70 or are we not? It, it, it's annoying almost because, you know, it's only a matter of time when they announce the new pricing. And I think if they get this shock out as soon as possible, we Be can real. all normalize. Yep. And I think the real question, the real question is, why are we even considering if games on, on, on like games, um, 
Yeah, well, why are we even considering the prices of like games when we haven't even really talked about the prices of the consoles yet? We they haven't even announced anything. Wow. You know? That is a good that's a good point. Bro, I didn't we're in even August. think about that. We're in August already, man. Wow. And they have not said a single thing about oh yeah, it's You're gonna be five hundred dollars, five you know. You are absolutely right. It's ridiculous. And I don't know. It's just like we're sitting here and we're just talking about how games are going to be $70, yet no one has an idea when they can even pre-order the game, uh, when they can even pre-order the, the console. Sorry. So, I mean, we're already expecting it to happen. $70 could be the new norm. And, I mean, it is going to be the new norm. And, I mean, just let us prepare. Like I said, there's no need to be going back and forth on this pricing. I mean, if if I think, like, take two. If they think it's fine for their company to not go full $70, I think that's on their part. But I fully believe that it should just be at that point where it's like everyone just agree with 70 There should be no back and forth. But, yeah, well, what do you think? Did you uh, did you see that? Did you get news on that? Absolutely. I read that whole article. Yeah. So um, here's what I have to say about it. Give me one sec. So basically I'm just, like, getting my thoughts together. So I'm going to read the quote, and then I'm going to give you my take on it. So I took this quote from that article. Uh, it says, quote, Zelnick echoed the sentiment that interview yesterday with Game Industry Biz saying that rising development costs may influence pricing in the future. There hasn't. He also said there hasn't been a price increase for frontline titles for a really long time, despite the fact that it costs a great deal more to make those titles, he said. Yeah. End quote, he said. And we think, and this is also, I'm sorry, the quotations are just all off. And we think with the value we offer customers and the kind of experience you can really only ha have on these next generation consoles that the price is justified. Now, I fully agree with that statement. Uh, I do feel like to some degree consumers do a little bit too much complaining about hyped pricing, pricing yeah. and gaming. I said it on a previous episode. If if the development of these games is better, if it's running on a better system, mm -hmm. it's gonna cost more. You know that's that's to be expected. Um. So, in that regard, I think it's fair. But but here's however, the thing. I, I was just gonna say I'm so sorry because I know. Go ahead, go ahead. I feel like you're about to go into this area of saying that yes, games should be seventy. But I think this main, but I think this main article is talking about uh, what I what I really wanted to hit on this main article is the fact that the company itself is retreating from seventy dollars. It's saying no to seventy, and it's going back to sixty. This is the main issue because yes, we can all agree that games do cost more. Games cost, uh, you know, exponentially uh, way more to manufacture nowadays yeah. than it did I back. I didn't get that for when I read it because I thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah, see, I didn't get that. That's not the comprehension I got from reading the article. I thought that it was a whole thing of, are we going to go to 70? No, no, because even CA, the the uh, Strauss, Zelnick, the CEO, he mm -hmm. said he's he's announcing the prices of his titles, um, uh, you know, by title basis. Like, the, the, Right, the, I read that. Right. The main thing, which is... The fact that, and same with Ubisoft. Even Ubisoft said, "Hey, we're not gonna, you're not gonna sell our games for 70." These are companies, not just like if we're, you know, if we are thinking of, you know, yeah, of course we can all agree that games should be 70 dollars. But the company itself is making that announcement, saying, "Hey, we're not gonna go for 70." So that just puts people in turmoil because it's just like, what? 
okay, so then what is it going to be? Um, ah. Bill Spencer even said in that same article where he's talking about he wants to let the people decide. And it's they just, need to come to yeah. I, I remember reading that they need to come to a decision. They need to come because, to a decision. That's why I'm just trying to say it's like it's ridiculous how they're how we're we're just getting played on this whole. They're thing. They're playing with people's emotions, it, man. They're playing with people's pockets too. I mean, come yeah. on. At the end of the day, like, are we gonna fully go with the seventy? If you are, let me know. If not, then what the heck are we doing? First of all, how much does the damn console cost? Exactly. Then we can talk about the gaming prices, like you said. Like, yeah, get the console cost out here, and then we can f- figure out this game, th- this gaming price shit. Like, I, now, now, look, I'm going to make a prediction. I mean, I'm pretty sure. Okay. I'm right. going to say that we're going to get a console. We're going to get a console uh, news update, like money-wise, like how much the console is going to cost by the end of August. And it's not going to stretch past before, like anything before seven, September 15th. I'm saying that it, they got this entire month and, and maybe a little bit September 15th. Because after that, I think mm-hmm. it's way too far, dude. You're in October, November, where you're already, yeah. you know, November already yeah. comes with the, uh, you know, the moniker of Black Friday. And it's just like, come on. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so what do you I think? Had a, so I had a point, um, I think, because I, I read the comments also. And I think somebody was on the same page as me where they were thinking that they were going to charge more for the game. They thought the article was about them charging more for the games. So now I'm glad you revealed to me that that's not necessarily the case. Yeah. It's the companies don't want to charge more for the games, you know, but there's like a back and forth with that. So I read some of the comments and one of the comments said, exactly. If you're all going to charge more for the games then they better be released completely finished, no microtransactions, no subscription services. I refuse to shell out more money for a product that you're still going to release unfinished. Now, while I understand the reason behind increasing the prices of games, like I said earlier, I get behind that statement. But like you said, that's not really the issue. The issue is the actual game developers want their prices to remain the same. And it sounds like that's going to be an issue because of the, you know, uh, is it Zelnick that's like, yeah, it sounds like that's going to be an issue for him because he he's like, yo, you know, we haven't had, a, like he said, we haven't had a price increase in a long time. It takes more to produce these games. We should sell them for more. And the companies are like, no. And I think the companies might be saying that because they may think that the consumer is going to be like, what, 10 more dollars? Like, you know what? I'm not even going to buy the game. So they're probably worried about losing money. Yeah, that's very at true. The, but at but the can simplest, they take that cost? But can they take that cost? You know, of reducing their money, of reducing their uh, their amount of money that they can get, whether it's just ten dollars. I mean, regardless, um, they're basic because if they do this, they're basically just like, yeah, we, we can be comfortable at selling sixty dollars for the rest of the generation. I mean, but if you think about it, bro, if you just, think about it, mm-hmm. let's say the consoles cost five hundred dollars. Okay. If you have five hundred dollars to spend on the console, yeah, you're gonna have seventy dollars to spend on the games. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think that the developers should really be worried about the price increase. It's only 10 bucks. I mean, the, there's a the, bro. Think about, think about the magnitude of releasing a next generation console. This is supposed to be, you know, it's like the PS4, Xbox one were great. This is supposed to be better than that. So, you know, I think people would kind of expect the games to be more anyway. So ultimately you're right. I think, I, I think yeah. ultimately you're right. Uh, going that route. I mean, yeah. And I just I'm I just think that we need the console. We just need to know that we can verify that and then we can, you know, 
I mean, y- y- tell us, tell us what you want to do. Just, just let's just be concrete about this. But yeah, yeah, um, be 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 transparent. Yeah, that's all people are. That's all people need is for you to be transparent, and that's all I got to say about it. Yeah. So, yeah, that was uh, that was basically it. I mean, that kind of wraps up the entire thing that we kind of wanted to go through. We we went through a decent amount today. Um, you know, just right before we go, I always like to say uh, thank you again for stopping by and checking us for another week. I mean, we're going on nine episodes strong now. You know, we appreciate it a ton. I mean. We give thanks to almost everyone who checks it out, checks this episode out every week, checks every episode. And I mean, the people who've been here with us since like day one. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe episode 10 is coming up soon. But we got something in store. I don't know what we're going to do. Oh, my gosh. Maybe got one quick thing. Yeah, go ahead. I got one quick thing to say. We didn't say what we were going to uh, because my apologies to the listeners. I was kind of short on time today, so we didn't say what game we're going to play next. I'll post it on my Instagram page. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, um, I think I have the game. I can't remember what it is. I'm I'm going to post it on the actual description of today of today's box. But yeah, so email us, if DM us again for any questions you guys would like us to answer. I know we didn't answer any questions this week, but, you know, that's fine. Um, again, I hope you guys have a great week. You know, it's Sunday. I hope you guys have a great start of your week. Enjoy your Monday, all that stuff. So I guess we'll see you guys on episode 10. See you then. See ya. Peace.